afternoon and welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. If you hear a lot of auctioneer noise in the background, that's because the bulls are selling at the Nebraska Cattlemen's Classic. We're going to talk acreage numbers today. Of course, USDA's Ag Outlook. We're going to find out what those numbers all mean. And will CRP, will that have an effect on what we see in these acres as well? That and a lot more as we talk with Jeff Peterson. He is with Heartland Farm Partners. So let's start out. What did you think? of the USDA's Ag Outlook for corn and beans. You know, it's always interesting, Susan, as we get a chance to see those numbers coming out earlier this morning. Um, overall, across corn, soybeans, and if we included wheat, they ended up taking their acres up um, 8.7 million acres compared to a year ago. And it sure seems like a lot of people in the trade are saying that put a little pressure on the market, and it may have, but we're actually looking across those three commodities, and we'll dig into more detail on that in a little bit. I actually think the acres are going to be up more than that, and, and we actually see that there's a need for all those acres. So we really didn't see anything from their acres that was really too concerning to us. Which is good news for producers because they always get a little nervous this time of year. Oh, definitely very much this time of year, especially when we're sitting here with the temperatures we've been having and and just the volatility that we're having in the markets. It kind of gets everybody right on the edge of their seat. So how did the outlook numbers compare to those baseline numbers that we saw back in November? Yeah, and those numbers came out, you know, the outlook number on corn, so let's start there first. They came in at 92 million, and those have been the numbers released this morning. You know, baseline was 90 million. Uh, back in, in when they released that back in November. So that brought that up a couple, couple million. If you, if you look at it and how it compares to the numbers from the February crop report. So what we're comparing there is the 2021 crop back, an estimate for that back against the 2020. If it did come in at the 92 million, that would bring acres up about 1.18 million acres on the corn side. Over on the soybean side, they brought the outlook numbers in at 90 million acres for soybeans. Baseline was 89 million, so they did raise it up a million. And if uh, if that came in at the 90, we compare that back to the February report for the 2020 crop, that'd be an increase of about 6.9 million acres, Susan. So when we look at all of that, will there be much of a change when we look to overall acres for corn, beans, and wheat? You know, we we do think there's going to be, and and it's really it's it's very much needed in here, and there's there's acres available. Um, our forecast would say across the corn, beans, and wheat acres, and on the wheat side, we're including both the spring wheat and your winter wheat acres. We think we'll see acres actually go up about 10.5 million acres compared to where those numbers would have been last year. So. CRP, we know that there's been some talk and, and some it's kind of been halted at this point. We've heard a few rumors out of Washington that we might see an increase in those number of acres that will be available. How do you see that affecting our acres? Well, currently, and, and we've been taking that into account, and currently we've got the acres unchanged uh, looking at the from 2020 into 21, at, and that would be at 21.9 million acres. You know, the cap actually in the 2018 Farm Bill for 2021 would have opened it up so there could be as many as 25 million acres that could be in CRP. But we think with the prices where they're at and what's being paid for 
basically the rates uh, for stuff to enter CRP. We just don't think there's going to be a much of an increase in the CRP. So that's why we've kept our acres unchanged there, Susan. Is there any nervousness, though, from producers? I mean, we've, we've heard a lot, especially, I mean, I've heard guys out here at Cattleman's Classic uh, talking about, you know, the corn versus bean acres and what pressure that might bring to the numbers, which obviously is a big feed concern for them. Yeah, and I and I think as we start digging into this corn versus soybean type mix on acres, um, what we're hearing is interesting is kind of the corn on corn acres that probably we could see a little bit of a change maybe going over to soybeans. And, and that was coming from earlier. But what's really interesting here, Susan, as prices kind of get in the areas they're at, it sure kind of feels like there might be a few of those guys saying, you know, I just feel more comfortable with these corn acres and I feel more in control of my yield. So I, I'm not convinced yet we're gonna have much of that actual switch take place yet. So I think we've got a pretty good battle that's kind of brewing out there, Susan. And obviously whatever happens with mother nature is gonna have a huge role in what we see. Yeah, the mother nature's role is gonna be huge and that's gonna, as we come into the spring, generally what we find if conditions are really good in the spring, and, and corn planting's going good, they have a tendency to put in a few more acres. So then how do you see prevent plant acres impacting this mix? You know, prevent plant, that's a really interesting one. And honestly, the prevent plant acres from last year didn't get a lot of talk. Um, hard to believe it, Susan, but last year there was over 8.9 million acres of, of prevent plant across corn, soybeans, and wheat. And if it wouldn't have been for the 2019 crop year, that would have been the largest amount of prevent plant that there's been. Now, 2019, there would have been about 18.1 million acres. Now, we don't see it always in Nebraska, but as you move into some of the other areas, you go up in the Northern Plains, North Dakota, South Dakota, you know, there, there's prevent plant every year. And on average, when we went back and looked from 2007 through 2018, um, on average, there's about 3.8 million acres of prevent plant. So in our numbers, as we start to dig in through this, we, we think the prevent plant will go from the 8.9 last year. We think 2.4, a little bit lower than what the average is. So that would bring in about 6.5 million acres. Now, if it stays really dry this spring, and we'll have to watch this close, you know, and uh, similar to what the conditions were, say, like back in 2012, 2012 all the way got down to a million acres so there there could be some more room yet susan for us to to add more acres from the from the prevent plant if conditions are dry this spring all right well stick around folks we've got a lot more coming up we're going to talk double crop beans what does that mean are we going to see much uh acres vary on that and how many acre changes are we going to see we'll talk more on that and a lot more affecting what we're seeing in the grain market for today it is the Thursday version of the Fontenelle Final Bell right here on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Again, just a disclaimer, you hear noise in the background. We are at the Nebraska Cattlemen's Classic, and they are busy selling bulls in the next room. So that's what you hear the auctioneer bidding. It's not him bidding on what Jeff and I are talking about. <laughs> Jeff Peterson joins us with Heartland Farm Partners. And when we left, we were talking about the Prevent Plant Acres. And I think, Jeff, it does leave a lot of unanswered questions because we are not going to know what Mother Nature is going to throw at us as spring gets here. No, we, we really won't know what Mother Nature is going to throw at us as spring. And, 
And the thing that we actually have to hope for is that there's there's a strong demand for acres. So our biggest thing that we're really hoping to see is that we are seeing a little bit drier start. Even though we want to build that subsoil moisture, which is really dry, and we know down the road could very well end up being part of the whole discussion in regard to how our yields turn out. So we, we actually do need a little drier spring to be able to get as many of these acres available as possible. What about the double crop bean acres? Are they going to vary much from what we saw last year to this year? Yeah, double crop soybeans, you know, we don't think about that a lot. And I think the main reason is, is as we look at any of the WASDE reports, and, and for that matter, even the prospective planning and the planted acreage numbers, it's never really broken out. So nobody ever really talks about the double crop. But in our research, as we dig deeper into the numbers, uh, here's what's kind of interesting. If we go back and look kind of from the 2009 time frame all the way through now, um, back in 2010, double crop soybeans made up about 3% of the soybeans. So if you took that on about you know 90 million acres or take it on 80 million acres, that'd be about 2.4 million acres of double crop. Now it peaked out in 2013 and actually made up about 10% of the soybean acres were double crop, which that makes sense just because of the higher prices. Now last year, Double crop beans made up about 5% overall of the soybean mix. Now, our forecast would be we, we probably won't be all the way back to the 10% where it was back in 13, unless prices you know continue to surge much higher than this. But we think the 8% area is very probably achievable. And if we saw the 8% area, what that would do is that that say we'd have an increase in bean acres of about 3 million from last year just in that double crop category. So when you look at the acre changes in corn and beans, um, does it take, what is it going to take, I guess, to keep those ending stocks unchanged when you look at 2020 versus 2021? Yeah, and that's, and that's really what we're looking at here. We're wanting to say is that as we dig into these numbers, you know, what does it take for acres to keep it unchanged as we go into this 21 crop? And, and really what it looks at, starting first on the corn side, it would really say that we would need about 1.3, 1.2 to 1.3 million acres um, of corn and just to keep our stock steady. And what I'm looking at there, Susan, on the keeping the stock steady is that's just taking a look at the ending stock number coming out of the WASD report. Out of the February report, that would have been about 1.5 billion bushels for the 2020 crop. And if we came in with about 1.2, 1.3 million more acres on the corn side, you know, that would bring us in there somewhere around about the 1.5 to 1.6 billion. So that's what we'd kind of need on the corn side. Now, on the bean side is where it gets really interesting. And this is something that a lot of people haven't had a chance to dig into and look at a lot, but over on the bean side, we actually need somewhere close to 8 million acres more soybeans just to keep the ending stocks steady from the 2020 into the 21 crop. And and part of our concern on that, and, and that's why we've talked about the adjustments we've talked about on the prevent plant and, and over on the double crop beans, and, and then ultimately what we're thinking is going to happen in the mix between corn and beans is that that's still extremely tight on the ending stock number. And and let me put that in perspective. So coming out of the February report for soybeans, you know, at 120 million 
um, bushels ending stocks. That was a 2.6% stocks to use ratio. That is the tightest ever for the February report. And if it would end up staying there, that would be the tightest ever um, where we'd have ended the year. And so if we only add seven and a half million, eight million acres of soybeans, we're going to still right be back to those type of levels again. So to really give us any type of breathing room there, Susan, I think we need to see somewhere close to eight and a half to maybe nine million acres of soybeans. And the thing that the market has to wrestle with here is that, you know, what could change that? Well, maybe if we've seen some cancellations out of China on soybeans, so we'd have more left over, that's possible. But it sure doesn't look like that right now with the amount of sales that's on the books and and also the amount of shipments that are actually being made. So there's the market's got some work to get this acre mix right yet. All right, sounds good. What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Jeff? Yeah, give me a call at 402-366-4694. Check us out on the web at heartlandfarmpartners.com. You can click on the sign-up button some for some of our free daily commentary delivered by text or email or follow me on twitter at jeff peterson 01 and just a reminder commodity futures and options involve substantial risk of loss are not suitable for all investors that's the fontanelle final bell on the rural radio network